welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Oh yeah, time to rock and roll. Tonight's a good night. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm still uh, recovering from uh, Thanksgiving. It was yes. such a great time. So many things to be thankful for. And I know we talked about last week uh, political things, but just the family, uh, you know, seeing yeah. seeing family on both sides, my wife's family and uh, my family. So I enjoyed it, and I ho- hope uh, you guys out there did too. Well, how about you, Brandon? Yeah, Thanksgiving was great. I went up to uh, the East Bay and saw uh, my wife's brother and their family, and we just had a really good time with them. And, yeah, just there, we just have so much to be thankful for. I, I even did a bear pause on importance of thankfulness you know if you ever want to check out the website on wake the bear radio.com if you look at bear pause the little short videos and i just did one about how you know being thankful is good for you it actually aligns you spiritually with god and it's good for you emotionally and physically and yeah. i like the uh the history part that you did too as well you covered the first uh thanksgiving mm-hmm. in a lot more depth and uh, detail and i really enjoyed that so yeah bear pause it's on uh it's on wake the bear radio.com and you'll see it under uh daily pause so uh, definitely go out there if you want to have some um, educational, uplifting, and inspirational uh, short uh, clips there. Uh, definitely go to that. Yeah, uh, check them out. And then Chris. Chris is out of, uh, yes. out of uh, she's out of state right now. The third wheel of our tricycle is not here. We're, That's we're, right. We're, and that she's, yes. that she's, she's on. Here. There she yes, is. She is. So she is in <laughs> Arizona. Yes, not out of mind. I am, I am checking things out in Arizona. I have precious family in Arizona, and, and I got to spend a beautiful, warm Arizona Thanksgiving with them and celebrate all the things that we are so grateful for. And there was a, a house full of little ones making lots of noise. So <laughs> it reminds cool. us why we do things. That's right. We're standing up for the next generation. And Wake the Bear Radio is waking California up. California is getting woken up. It's the, 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 the world is being shaken right now. And uh, I think uh, to have words of hope and words of encouragement and to know that there's a plan, that God has a plan, uh, people need to hear that. But we need to get aligned with God's plan. That's what this show is about. So. Yeah, and exposing. And speaking of that, uh, you know, while you're in Arizona, why don't you tell us what's going on in Arizona, Chris? Oh, yes, there's lots of murmuring and lots of hubs hubbubaloo going on um this is a, a i'm in uh, pima county and i think almost every county in arizona is very conservative overall some of the elected officials are not conservative but the people by and large are very very conservative and they're very concerned about what's going on in the election process that it's kind of the buzz that's in the air right now and you can see why um carrie lake she is uh, far from letting go of the situation. She just gave a, uh, a video last night uh, and said, I am firmly in this fight with you. Maricopa couldn't wait to certify this bot election. If we don't stand up and speak up right now about the most corrupt election in the history of Arizona, I fear for our future. Mm. And honestly, that's, that's what people are talking about. They are concerned about their future they're not just concerned about this election but what is going to happen if these things continue to move forward well yeah and, and arizona is i mean one of the swing states that was involved i mean two years ago it was the what is the major epicenters of corruption in so they had two years to fix the process and they clearly did not fix it uh, because they the, the process works on in the in their favor to do it wrong so it's even worse. The the one running for governor uh, opposite of Kerry. I mean, she's guarding the hen house. She's in charge of the election itself. <laughs> she's I running mean, for governor, but she's in charge of the election. Idiot conflict to, of to interest, think that's maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are actually five full conflicts of interest that Kerry uh, that, uh, Lake is bringing out. She's first, obviously, the one with Katie Hobbs, who refused to recuse herself from the election to oversight as Secretary of State. As she is running her own election process for governor. And then there's the second one is the Maricopa super, Supervisor, Steve Guerrero, I think is how you say it, was Hobbs co-chair for Latinos. Uh, and she, um, he was, he's now going to be a member of the transition team. And he was one of the, 
the supervisors that voted obviously for the certification yesterday, which is uh, it was a uh, quite a long meeting of people wanting to voice their concerns, and then a very short vote of we certify this election. Mm. So that was conflict number two. Number three was Maricopa County recorder. His name is Stephen Ricker. He oversaw all the early voting, and uh, he actually uh, founded and operated this um, pro-democracy pact that was a money-making, and I think he's, he's um, tied to the FTX stuff, too, bringing money into um, eliminating the candidates with, with the MAGA agenda. That's actually his, his primary function. But he's the Maricopa County recorder. You know, that's the election board, um, uh, head of the, the election board. And then the conflict number four is that the county chair... Bill Gates, you know, not to be confused with uh, the, the computer guy, he oversaw the election on election day, and he openly was um, standing against Trump-endorsed candidates all during the election process. And uh, he, he basically um, was, was very clear that he was an anti-Trumper and anti-anyone who followed uh, with Trump, and that was the Maricopa County Chairman, who's the the board chairman, Bill Gates. And then the fifth one was Katie Hobbs threatened to sue any county, and this is going on right now, that didn't certify this election. So there's been a lot of harassment and intimidation. And so what we saw yesterday is every county, I don't want to say they caved because they uh, certified the election under what they call duress except for Cochise County, and they refuse to certify it, uh, and they are trying to go through a process that in the next few days, they want, theirs had to do with machines were not uh, electronically uh, certified themselves. So they said you can't have a, um, a fair election if you don't have uh, machines that have been correctly certified. And the case against them, they're saying, well, we haven't done this right for so long, so why are we, you know, doing it now, trying to be right now? So it's kind of a, a <laughs> debacle all throughout the state. Yeah, why are you doing it? Why are you trying to make it better now, like you should have done two years ago? <laughs> you know. Yeah, and also uh, yesterday I was reading that uh, the Board of Supervisors were were told that if they didn't certify, they'd actually be charged and arrested. Uh, arrested for a felony. And so a lot of them are like, hey, this is above my pay grade. I'm, you know. Well, that, and I think it comes back down to the, you know, that the doctrine of lesser magistrates. If you are told above to do something that's unconstitutional or does not it, it violate your conscience or immoral or unethical, then you have to stand your ground. That's your job and your duty is to, even if someone above you tells you you have to do something, if it's not a, a righteous law doesn't align with God's law, and then it needs to be stood up against. And to resist tyrants is to obey God. So yeah, there was a um, a supervisor in Mojave County that he said, um, I mean, he was so um, he was so conflicted, and he said, I know our job is to certify this election, but my job also is to be able to look at my constituents in the eyes and tell them that this is and was a good, fair election all around and i can't do that one of the biggest things that we've done he said is that uh, because this affects everything uh, that it seems like we're being pushed into this last minute certification and what he finally they, they had to get all sorts of help legally because the legal stance was unclear and basically what they were told was um, you have to by law in arizona certify it because it's it's a, a administration piece that you have to do as a supervisor of the county so that it can go to the next level. And I think uh, right now it's a wait-and-see game. I do think that all the counties will end up certifying so that the process of challenging the certification can occur, and that has to occur within five days of all the counties, all 15 counties in Arizona, 
certifying. And so it's going to be a wait and see. According to Carrie Lake, she says she's got her legal team ready, and she said, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm standing with the, the uh, citizens of Arizona. And Greg Phillips posted on um, Truth Social. He said, she's amazing. I just talked to her a few hours ago, and so he just posted this and said she's um, smart, strategic, conservative, articulate, She's a leader, a fighter. She is fully kind and has a huge heart for the people. So I know that whatever this team brings in, it's going to execute some, uh, there's going to be some some kicking going on. <laughs> and so he was confident that she had a good team behind her. Well, it's good to hear that there are fighters out there that are uh, like Carrie Lake and those that are standing up and those are, those are, following through with their duty to to not let tyranny reign it's re- really good hey just real quick we're on kseo radio um and komy and so if you're listening in we're going to be taking calls at the end of the hour about on any of the subjects that we're talking about in the last 20 minutes we'll take some calls so um, we're from eight to nine o'clock so call in at 8 40 8 35 8 40 and we'll we'll put you on if you have any questions or comments sounds good so what else, uh, Chris? I think you had one other thing you wanted to talk oh, about, which yeah, is the uh, bill. HR uh, eighty four oh four. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, it's it's called the Respect for Marriage Bill, and it's uh, it it was sitting in the Senate yesterday, um, and unfortunately, the Senate did pass the bill. I know a lot of people were praying, a lot of people were were uh, calling their senators. I, I know I called, yeah, I called here from, from Arizona and said, um, please vote no on this and represent me well. And basically what the bill has is doing is it's rewriting what is currently in federal language and law as that marriage is between a man and a woman. And a spouse is a person of the opposite sex and with provision to, to marriage. So that has been in our, our legal bill. Uh, and they, Jerry Nadler introduced it from New York. You know, he's the, the very liberal far left from New York. And he sponsored the bill and uh, he changed the language. The language has now been changed to that um, it repeals and replaces the provision for um, a man and a woman and, and expands marriage as being, um, be, being between uh, really anyone. Uh, and so regardless of gender, age, or ethnicity, uh, and so obviously you know, we, we agree with mar- marriages, the, the ethnic and the, the cultural, who you choose culturally to marry is, is fine. Um, yeah, totally. The Christian stance is, uh, between a man and a woman, and we'd like these uh, and adults. These, and adults, that's right. But right now, there are actually 41 states that do not have an age. 43 states, a minimum age for marriage, and so there is a concern about uh, an abuse of this for child brides, and uh, that the practice of child marriage. Uh, we know it's going on in America. There were over. Um, it, I saw the number with 800,000 what you would call child marriages last year alone in the United States. Now, some of those were between um, in a 17-year-olds and 16-year-olds. Right. And so they were young people who uh, just were ready to get married. But the majority of them were between people of varying uh, quite a difference in age group and although they do require parental 18 and under parental permission um you can marry as early as 12 so it's a concern absolutely well that kind of doesn't that i mean the fear here is that the concern here is that it opens the door to um child brides i mean and pedophiles taking advantage of of unprotected young young people yeah, not to mention that marriage is, should be between a, a man, man and a woman. Yeah, a man and a woman. Uh, by by definition. So, yeah, so just... unfortunately, that, that bill was passed, and uh, it has uh, basically just has to go through a recheck in the 
House of Representatives because there were a few minor changes, and uh, then it should go on Biden's desk for his signature. Yeah, that's uh, that's too bad. That, uh, but you know what? I, I think you know we are called to to bear witness of the truth, no matter what happens. So I, it sounds like all three of us made our calls to the senator, our senators, and um, you know I, I had a feeling our senators were not going to listen. But it's not my job to convince them. It's just my job to bear witness of the truth and ask them to do the right thing. And uh, God will deal with them. And so um, I feel like I did my part, not only as a patriot, but also as a Christian, uh, because we are called to to uh, promote righteousness and to help tear down and expose unrighteousness. And so I think we did our part, and hopefully uh, many out there did the same thing. So don't be discouraged yeah. if you say, oh, they'll never— you know, they'll never listen to what I have to say. It's like, well, you did your part, you know, and even when Jesus sent out uh, the apostles two by two, he says, you know, if, if you don't receive, if they don't receive you, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. But they did do their part. They went there. He didn't say, oh, well, don't go to where they don't, you know, won't accept you. He said, you go to each town, you know, and so um, it gave everybody that chance. And we did. Well, and I just want to remind people that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, in his uh, crusade to bring equality in our country, he, from the Birmingham jail, wrote that uh, you know a man-made law or code that does not square with the moral or ethical code of heaven um, is, is an unjust law. It's out of harmony with the moral law. So these are laws that are being... And he, basically, he basically says, any law that doesn't square with heaven is no law at all. So really, they do not have the authority to determine law that doesn't align with God's law. And so, you know, and then of course, you know, we know that, you know, strong people who, who are persistent, who said, no, this is not okay. Um, during the civil rights era, they fought back and they got the laws changed. And, and just like this year the win of the Roe v. Wade being overturned, some people thought that would never be overturned. Now, obviously there's a battle going on in the States, but that you know, it's a major step in it's the right a huge direction. Huge step in the right direction. So, and I, I kind of also think that if there's a spiritual concept. You know, when I do weddings, I'll, I'll say, if any man, anybody here thinks there's any reason why this man and woman should not be married, um, let them speak now or forever hold their peace. Right, and the you know, there's a moment for people to speak out, right, and and say, I do not agree, I do not consent. There's a reason they shouldn't be married. Well, that principle comes from the Bible. It comes from Deuteronomy. So. There, there's a concept that that we have the opportunity to affect the courtroom of heaven and the enemy also goes into the courtroom of heaven and wants to get it done what he wants to get done and we we see that in the book of job where um satan god is talking to satan about job and job satan's like hey if you do this to him i can i if you let me do this to him i can turn him against you and so there's there's this conversation happening in heaven in the courts of heaven where the enemy would try to put forth his plan. Well, we are the image bearers of God on the earth as it is in heaven. Let it be on earth. Jesus said, so we have a chance to speak out and speak up. We have a chance to actually um, say, we do not consent to this and it doesn't align with it, with the, the law of heaven. And we are right. Even if man doesn't acknowledge it. So at least we said, we could say to our children, we stood against evil when it came. So, yeah, absolutely. But there's, but there's been some wins too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, before, yeah, I want to go with the China thing that okay, happened oh, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so right after Thanksgiving, there was another thing to be thankful for. That's more and more people are waking up. And we've said in the show uh, many times in the past, do not equate the CCP with the Chinese people. Right. You know, and I've been to China uh, 26 times, actually. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, How many times? I've been there a lot. Not since COVID, but, uh, but you know— um, what I found, though, is the people are very different than what that government is. So you can't you can't make a judgment. Anyway, these people have been repressed and oppressed by this government, uh, Xi Jinping's uh, CCP, and the lockdowns. They went to zero uh, zero tolerance tolerance or zero yeah uh, uh, cases is what they, their goal is. And so what they did is they literally were welding doors shut to apartment buildings, and people were locked in. And they had a fire, and this fire actually claimed uh, 10 people's lives. Oh, my gosh. And so it, 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 what it did is it sparked a huge, huge revolt and protests throughout the whole country in uh, like 20-plus different providences. So it was a pretty big, pretty big deal. And, and they were standing up, and it's a big thing to stand up there. 
you know, to, to the police there because, oh, yeah. you know, they have all these, uh, these cameras right, and stuff right like gear. that. They know who you are and they yeah. take you out one at a, you know, one at a time by yourself. And so, uh, these people stood up and there literally were just thousands of people saying enough is enough. So they got pushed to their limit and their limit was to a point where they're like, we're not going to obey anymore. Right. And it actually made the government back off. But they had more than one day of protest, which is is a positive thing because it could be like the yellow jackets in France, you know, mm -hmm. or the yellow vest. Um, and so it, we're seeing that people are waking up even in China, um, you know. And, Who would have thought that yeah. the CCP could actually be pushed back against you know, and that, that's what it takes. I mean, the people that are um, in Brazil who are pushing back against uh, the Bolsonaro um, being losing that election. I mean, it's clear that the majority of the people voted for Bolsonaro, not Luna. Yeah. So you've got China revolting. You've got Brazil revolting. Brazil. The military is helping in Brazil now. Mm -hmm. they're, or they're at least siding with Bolsonaro. That's right. a big thing. So, yeah. So and we, so the, the, world's, uh, the world is shaking right now, but we just need to continue to trust the Lord and trust his plan. Um, I, Chris was saying earlier on when we were praying, you know, he has the whole world in his hands, uh, that Jesus is still the king. Uh, we can align ourselves with the king and we can see his, the advancement of the kingdom of God uh, against the kingdom of darkness if people stand up and fight. Yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing that common people standing up and fighting, right? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, like four brothers in uh, Utah. This is a great, this is a great one that I, it was not on my radar and I was in a Bible study and a lady named Karen, who actually has, <clears throat> has a show on Thursday nights, she had brought it up, and I started looking into it. And this was uh, basically what it was, is there's these four brothers, and they're all trumpeteers, or they, they played the trumpet. They, they literally were, play trumpets. Yes. On the Johnny Carson show when they were kids. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and what they did is they, they looked at the election and um, the 2020, the whole debacle on that, and they, they said, you know what, these people aren't doing – their oaths and so they they uh they filed a case against all of congress uh mike pence and camilla harris and um joe biden so it's those three plus 385 so it's 388 total people the majority of congress yes they filed a lawsuit okay so these four normal people filed a lawsuit because congress failed to take the 10-day period and examine the evidence of voter fraud. And there was substantial evidence of voter fraud. And they basically said, you took an oath under Title 10 to, to uphold the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And you did not do that here because there's, there's evidence of voter fraud and you didn't even stop the vote for 10 days and examine the evidence first before you certified the vote. Right, yeah. And so it was the 23rd just last week it actually made it into the Supreme Court to be heard. So, and, and, wow. and I, I kind of wanted to go through their process. Because yeah, go it, through the process. It shows the determination of normal people. These weren't lawyers, although one of the brothers, so there's these four brothers. One is uh, named Loy, another one's uh, Gaynor, uh, Darren, and uh, what's the other one? Rallen, Rallen, R A L A N D. And, uh, these four brothers decided to, to start this case, and so they started back in March of 2021, and they filed their complaint in the Utah court. And then March 29th, they had uh, amended their complaint. They had to make some changes. And then March 31st, um, they, they, uh, they served that, that complaint. And uh, then uh, April 6th, still in 2020, they had to amend it a second time. And it was interesting because this judge, Romero, he, uh, he said, hey, there's a couple things wrong with it. And he actually gave him advice. Hey, this is how you'd fix it to make it really work good. And instantly that judge was removed and uh -huh. another judge was replaced. And so this judge that replaces uh, the, the previous judge, he, uh, you know, he's trying to shut it down. Trying he's to not shut it listening. Down. He's stalling. And basically uh, they say, hey, look, you're not, you're not doing what we've asked you to do. And he says, well, we'll do it in due time. We just were busy. And that was his response. Well, there's a certain day uh, period that you have to do it within, and they weren't doing it over uh, and over and over. Stalled so, out. Yeah. And so they, they went up to the next court. They went to the Tenth Circuit, and it denies the pleading. And that's in Ju June of 2021. And then June, um, June 20th, the first motion to reconsider. So they're saying, hey, would you reconsider this again? You know, we really want this to go through. And, they just, and then the, the Tenth Circuit Court again denies the pleading. 
And so they keep going down, and it's now it's August 2021, and there's a lawsuit against the two federal courts now. So now they're suing those courts, saying, we're going to sue you then if you're not going to listen to this because we think you should. They actually went with a lawsuit, and there's a bunch of motions for that. And ultimately what happened was is it wasn't working out too good in that direction. So in June of 2020, they also did a, a parallel path. And they took uh, Roy's, uh, Loy's number, or I'm sorry, Loy's name. Loy is one of the brothers, and they replaced it with his other brother. And so they ran it through with another brother's name, and they they uh, ran it parallel. And so that's the one that actually got in all the way up. Wow. And ultimately, and I'm not going to go through all the steps, but but just about perseverance, as many steps, man. Perseverance. But the last two steps was um, in October, the petition got docketed into the Supreme Court. Wow. They took it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And what they did is they learned each time they had a roadblock or a defeat, they said, okay, how can we fix this? They jumped on it quickly, and they fixed it, and they went. And again, they, these are not lawyers. They didn't pay all this ex- you know, incredible price uh, for, for the services. They, yeah. But they, they were diligent. They did it. I saw a picture of them, of, of the amount of paper on the table, oh, yeah. that when they served the 388 people, it is like... Think about um, a small phone book for each person. So a small phone book times 388. It oh, was huge. Stacks. It was piles, stacks, feet high. And this is what they served all of Congress with. And then pa- the last, power to the people, man. We the people. Oh, yeah. And the last date, which was November 23rd. Okay. This is the funny thing. It's It says the Solicitor General of the United States Department of Justice uh, replaces the U.S. attorneys. And what they said is um, that the defendants had a, an opportunity to resist this or challenge this, and they forfeited their uh, their right. They waived their rights to respond to this lawsuit, allowing the uh, Supreme Court to move forward. So they had this opportunity, and I don't know if they were cocky or overlooked it, but by November 23rd, that was the de- the deadline date they had to respond by. They didn't respond, respond. so now it goes in. It goes it's not only the- docketed, but now they can freely do the case. It won't be challenged as far as doing the case. And they could make a ruling as early as this Friday. Yeah. And what is the ruling? This is the thing. They had asked that every person be removed from their position um, and tried for, well. Neglecting their duty. Yes. They would eat every person who voted to certify the election without the 10 day period of examining the evidence, the substantial evidence would be removed from their position. So basically this lawsuit could remove 300 members of Congress plus, including rhinos who certified it without actually examining. Now, before you think, oh, that's just cray cray talk. Yeah. You know, they would never do that. You have a bunch of Democrats, well, all of the Democrats, they want to pack the courts. Yeah, they're, they're going to try right now. they want to put limits. They want to do it right now in December before their time is completely out. They have a majority, enough to do it. And so they want to limit the terms of the Supreme Court of and the, pack it, which means adding more justices. And, of course, the justices they add are going to be all thinking alike. They're yeah. just trying to put it back to Leftist. a Democrat uh, run. And so— you know these these uh, judges see this. They see that it's it's a duel to the death in a way. So they have kind of a loaded gun now mm-hmm. um, against Congress, and they could either use it as a stick to keep them away and say, "Don't you dare do anything in the next couple months," right? Or they're just going to take them out, you know. But there is a great potential. So that's something I would ask that people keep that in prayer. prayer yeah, uh, you know that they they have the uh, the guts to do that sort of thing. Yeah. But the, I know at least four justices that would probably. Uh, it only I think takes that's four. all it takes four. Right. And it takes four to, to do this. So anyway, that's a great development. Yeah. And uh, so, Lord, we yeah. bless these these men, uh, this family, the Brunson family who've brought this lawsuit. We pray protection over them. We pray that this um, will go to this. This will be fully accepted by the Supreme Court and it, mm-hmm. there would be investigation and there would be discovery and there would be exposure. Absolutely. In Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I was excited when I heard that. So. Well, and you know, there's an auxiliary thing that's going on. Another is another case going on. I, and I haven't delved into this too deeply. Maybe somebody out there wants to call in and, and explain it a little more, but there, they found out by uh, questioning the F- uh, FBI, the head Ray, the head of the FBI. Did you have informants? Did you have 
dedicated informants for J6. Well, Cash Patel said if they did that, that means they had them assigned for a year, which means that then they knew that there would be an ins- you know, a, a, a an event on January 6th. Mm. So the FBI had informants within a, who were going to be there on January 6th, you know, instituting this whole thing. And that means that they knew that there would be voter fraud ahead of time to to actually assign agents to follow the, these people for a year. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. So if that comes out, that's going to prove that the FBI was in on it and they were um, peppered within the crowd and instigating, uh, which I believe they were and have evidence to, the old Ray Epps deal, yep. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I do think it'll come out. I mean, right now the GOP congressional committees, they are planning a blitz of investigations. <laughs> I would not want to be on the other end. When, when this next Congress starts meeting, we've got Jim Jordan, who's going to be probably be the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, and He's going to be handling the oversight for all the DOJ, FBI, Homeland Security issues that that we uh, are possible crimes, you know, and immigration too. I think, and the protection of civil liberties is all part of that Judiciary Committee. They're basically um, they have a staff of seventy people to help out with these um, case the caseloads that they want to investigate of. Fraudulent unemployment, fraud, fraudulent the the loans that were um, during the the whole um, the whole COVID time uh, and fraudulent COVID stimulus money. All of those things are going to be investigated by the Judiciary Committee, and then the the House Foreign Affairs Committee is going to be um, investigating the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. And then the Energy and Commerce Committee is going to be investigating. They do health care and environmental protection. They want to figure out what's going on with the national energy policy, why everything's being shut down, and where are the origins of COVID-19. Because that's still, you know, Fauci, he left the White House last week, I think, uh, at the administration. And it was the last question he was asked was, what were the origins of COVID-19? And he shut his mouth and refused to say anything. And the reporters were kind of spanked by the White House press secretary. So there is a lot of congressional committees that are going to be opening investigation. And there are lots of people on these committees and there's lots of support staff. Oh, that sounds great. You know, I just hope that there's some truckloads of Red Bull that's delivered to each of these. They just go all <laughs> out and uh, work tirelessly uh, investigating. There's so much to investigate. There's so much that's been on the back burner, and uh, their day is coming. Uh, so I am really excited about that, definitely excited about that. Yeah, so anything we've talked about so far, if you wanted to call in um, 479-1080, 479-1080, so uh, 831-479. 1080 KSEO, call us and we will take some calls in a few minutes. Um, we've got anything you want to talk about about Arizona or HR 8404, China, um, Supreme Court cases, any of these topics, feel Absolutely. free to, to, to call in. Um, you know, I had a question for Chris. Chris, I, I actually wanted to thank you for uh, suggesting listening to the Elijah streams uh, with uh, Johnny Enlow, but uh, specifically Derek Johnson. Um, he did a decode of President Trump's uh, speech, and it was amazing. I did not realize so much was said. You know, we were all scratching our heads, and we talked about it. Like, you know, he built this up for like a week or two, big time, and then all he did is announce uh, he was running, and people were like really disappointed. But, man, there was so much said. And I'm going to put that in the show notes, uh, the link to that interview, but I was really blown away, and it made total sense. We shouldn't have been surprised because where have we really seen President Trump misstep? We know that what he does is highly calculated. And I think what happens is we're expecting one thing and we get something else. So we're we're let down. But the disinformation for everyone is important. So there were a lot of comms weren't there in that speech. Yeah, yeah. I, I specifically like the one where he said, uh, 
America is back. I think you specifically said something like everything changes now. Like it was like a a message that was sent like, and we know of course, you know, with the, like we just got done saying with the the midterms that all of the, the, with the house being taken by the Republicans and all these investigations coming, it now seems like those who have been hunting were, are going to become the hunted. Yeah. And Derek had used a lot of the military journals or military uh, rule books and there's a certain amount of time that has to to go and and so everything law seems to war. be like law of war I mean I, you and I studied that yeah. 2 years ago the 2015 right. law of war manual where everybody thought that those were dates like 113114 yeah. yeah and he said we're at like 124 now which there each one of those were like lines in the sand that were crossed and this is what will happen I mean, he talked about the Guantanamo Bay and how that's just expanded. They had, you know, I don't know how, $5 million worth of um, expansion. Derek talked about more. Guantanamo Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, Monkey Works has been talking about that for years. He yeah, said they've that been it's building like, it up. And that was supposed to be canceled bigger. under Biden. Biden's, that was one of his promises. I'm going to close it down. And they've been expanding it. Hey, you know, we got a caller. So uh, we have a caller, uh, Purple or Pure Heart, Pure Heart from Aptos. Yay, so, Pure Heart. Yes, you are on the air. Oh, good, good evening. Good show. Oh, thank so, you. If you guys have any doubt whatsoever about the origin of the so-called scary scary, as we call it around here, there's look up uh, Dr. John Campbell on YouTube, and the, 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 he does a pretty much a daily um, talk with lab leak conspiracy theory. He's a very dry English doctor. He goes, shows, goes he's data-driven, just shows the data. He's currently covering all the excess deaths, and I'm wondering why nobody's getting jumping up and down since we're having 16 to 20 percent excess deaths rather than normal. But, but he goes quite into detail, even for non-scientists, how easy it is to, you know, the, the lab leak theory is bogus. I mean that the uh, the bat theory is bogus, and he kind of uh, goes through chapter and verse. So that's the one to look at. Okay, what was it? Repeat it one more time for our listeners. John Campbell, Dr. John Campbell. Okay. And the particular episode is called Lab Leak Conspiracy Theory. Awesome. You know what? I will put that in our show notes uh, as well on WakeTheBearRadio.com. Do you remember when this all first started, that one Chinese doctor tried to blow the whistle and he mysteriously died? Remember? Yeah. Well, anyway, so there's a whole bunch of, whole bunch of leading universities came out and said, how dare you say it's not a bat? If you don't believe us, you're a conspiracy theorist. And then he sort of... So then he just leads you through the data and shows you, like, well, and they're all retracting it now. Oh. So anyway, Dr. John Campbell, good one to follow. Wow. Well, thank you. Thanks. That's I great. appreciate that. See ya. Hey, you have a great night. Thank you, Pure Heart. You know, that's true. I mean, that, that one of the doctors was shot and killed, and then the guy who killed him drove a few miles away and shot himself. Yeah. Funny how that happens. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. There's, you just never know what's going on. Um, oh, I had another thing, and I just skipped my mind what was going on this week. Uh, well, this tonight I, I was watching a video um, sent to me. I've, I've been studying transhumanism and that whole thing, you know, what's been going on in, as it relates to the, um, the injections. And um, I just started to – there was a Q drop that happened this last – just uh, three of them on oh, yeah. Sunday night. The 27th. Yeah. yeah, the 27th. And one of them says, guard your DNA. Um the actual details of the Q drop are not, there's not, they're not very long. They're very short Q drops, but um, specifically says what is coded in your DNA? Question mark. Who put it there? Question mark. Why? Mankind is repressed. We will be repressed. No more. Information is knowledge. Knowledge is power. Information is power. How do you protect your DNA? There is a war for your DNA. Protect your DNA. Ascension Q. And I was like, man, that's the, I mean, that's goes back to the very beginning when they were saying, you know, people were claiming, Hey, that the, the message in our messenger RNA will actually d- damage your DNA. It actually tra- change your DNA. And, and then people said, Oh no, that's a big conspiracy hoax. Well, it's interesting because I was watching tonight, a, a girl that had posted on, um, on, uh, one of the video sites, TikTok, although I'm not for TikTok. But she basically said that you're, that the DNA, our DNA, actually carries the name of God in it. And so she went through and showed how, and I don't know enough about DNA to know how to verify this one portion of it, but the, everything she said I could verify theologically and I could verify 
um, that has happened, except for that part about how the DNA is coded. But basically, the, the how it goes is that the, the strands of DNA have a, a, a 10, 5, 6, 5 pairing with their the the polypept polypeptides and and they 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 bond together the two strands of dna on the at the 10th pair the fifth pair the sixth pair and the fifth pair well it just so happens that the 10th letter of the alphabet the fifth letter of the alphabet the sixth letter of the alphabet and the fifth letter of the alphabet spell out yahweh mm. Y H the tetragrammaton, the Hebrew tetragrammaton, and those are the those are the numbered letters of that in that alphabet. And I went and, and I studied Hebrew, so I know Aleph, Beit, Gimel, Dalit, Chay, Vav, Zion, Chay, Tet, Yod, Kaf. So I could count. I counted it out right as I was watching. She's absolutely right. So what I'm at, what I have a question for anybody out there who ha- might have some DNA background, who understands how polypeptides make bonds that can hold the the, the strands together. If that's true, because if that's true, that means that the mark of God is on your DNA, the very code. Mm. His name is on your coding, which would go with this Q drop that says protect your DNA, because what they're trying to do yeah. is change the DNA, which is the whole trans transhumanistic movement. Um, I have a, a channel I follow on uh, Telegram that anything that comes out that's related to transhumanism, which there's a ton, obviously, right now, because it's a big deal. And I actually would love to do an entire show on transhumanism and what what the the big wigs like um, the World Economic Forum and the the false prophet that guy no, that, Harari yeah, yeah yeah what he's doing with um, declaring that you know we're going to hack the human body and the human genome is going to be hacked and we're going to have a hackable humans you know yeah upload you for another body later. Right. And so basically what this woman was saying was that um, the only thing that can invade DNA is RMNA. You know, the, the, so the only thing that can actually invade and in, 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 in code would be, so if you had a synthetic mRNA in, coming into your DNA, it actually can rebond the DNA, mm. which would be an attack on the likeness of God in you that's in the coding of your, of your body. Interesting. So... Yeah, and you know, speaking of uh, the whole injections and things like that, I don't know if you've seen it, but I'm seeing more and more videos of people just dropping dead. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I've been seeing it for months, and, and I, I watch a video where they they have a section every every day. Now. So they, died they, suddenly just came these. out, right? Yeah, died Di- suddenly, right? Uh, new movie out. Well, and then in in Pure Heart just mentioned, you know, with sixteen to twenty percent excess deaths with no explanation. Oh yeah, I, I you know I I happen to memorize these. Uh, these stats just from today i like numbers i guess and so the olympic committee has done a study for sudden deaths since 1966 to 2004 they've had 1100 instant deaths or or just you know spontaneous deaths from people training um that's about 23 per year well in the last 18 months they've had 975 uh deaths deaths in the last month and a half or I'm sorry, uh, 18 months. Wow. Year and a half. Year yeah. and a half. Yeah. Nine, it went from 23 to 975. Wow. Uh, well, divide that by 1.5. Right. And, and you'll get, uh, <sighs> you know, 680 or something like that. I, I don't remember that number, but it's, yeah. Well, it's 23 a year, and you said in the last year and a half it's 975, so that's, that's yeah. jumping. You know. So 975 divided by 1.5 will get you per year. So 23 was what it was, and now it's, yeah. yeah so basically it's, 600 more. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, wow. And now they had the YouTubers, uh, that that Korean YouTuber that was on there, and he just spinning around like he was seeing something. Yeah, looking. that's a trip. I, now I that's the part that I don't understand. I mean, it looks it looks like somebody's seeing something floating in the air, and then they pass they pass out. And I don't know if they die or that they, they, but they have they died. They died. Really. Yeah, there was they showed three of them where they were just on their thing and they uh you know doing their live um, streaming, and then they start looking around like they're seeing something. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's, you know, demonic or if it's just a hallucination of the air without, uh, or the brain without oxygen, you know, if there's a stroke, but it is interesting. Um, well, again, we got to pay attention to this. We need to be, that, and that's the whole point of wake the bear is like, we're trying to wake people up to actually ask questions. People would say, I mean, I had somebody who was attacking me once and they were saying, Oh, does you, do you, do you like look to Q to, to tell you what to think? And I'm like, no, but Q 
asks questions and it challenges the, the, the dominant narrative and it forces me to think deeply and ask questions about things that I wouldn't normally ask questions about. Well, I have been asking questions about DNA and the fact that it's, you know, the Q is saying what's in your DNA. Why is it so important? Who put it there? Guard your DNA. And then, of course, you know, that I think of things like 23andMe. My wife and I had actually bought those little packets to, to test your DNA to see where your, your lineage comes from. And I we never did them. We never did them. I just didn't feel totally right about it. And now I am actually feel justified because they're saying, listen, that D, you don't know what they're going to do with the testing of that DNA. You've given them rights to use that. So, you know, well, I found it. I found an article just that you said that I just looked it up. Uh, the Daily Mail back this summer in July, they said that a uh, House Intelligence Committee member warned people not to share their health data with sites like 23andMe because it could be used to program new bioweapons targeted against them. Right. So if you want to yeah, I, I, oh, go on, I wouldn't even wear a, a Fitbit. I mean, that somebody is getting your biotechnology information, your biometrics. Um, with your heart rate, and you you don't know what all is being broadcast and who's who's gaining that material. So I mean, honestly, it's time that we take responsibility for our own security. And um, I I I was I want to go back to that uh, Q drop. Yeah, go for it. We're almost out of time, but but in it, you know, that whole um, not just be responsible for your DNA, protect your DNA. But that word ascension, I was thinking about it, and I was just pondering and chewing on it, and I thought, you know, ascension means something like um, a star rising. I thought, I wonder if, because it was in the context of repression, mm -hmm. and I thought, the, it's, we really have had a lot of information withheld from us. We don't know what we don't know. Technology-wise, we don't really know how far... Uh, the military and the government has gone as far as technological advances. And I thought, I wonder if that ascension could relate to Elon Musk and Starlink and the bringing, um, the bringing of the, the onboarding of Twitter, allowing new information, and now a whole new opening up of uh, taking away that, that suppression, that, uh, that we don't know what we don't know. And so... I'm wondering if they're connected, um, that, that that might be, I was just pondering on the word uh, ascension, because that's uh, often a biblical word. We think Jesus ascended into heaven, uh, but I, I was thinking maybe it has to do with Elon Musk. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. You know, one of the truthers, truthers out there, I think it was uh, Anne We Know, they, they said uh, that Ascension, there's an Ascension Island, and that's where Space Force has a base. So that, that, that's an interesting yeah, thing. It equal, could be that, too. equal distant from Africa and South America in the uh, Atlantic. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. I looked it up. So, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff happening. Well, now. and then the other one that, that they had here with the QAnon was um, there was Q and a question mark. And I, that always makes me go back to who was the prophet that said, I, I saw in my mind a weapon made oh, by Oh, yeah. And I saw the letters Kim A Clement. and Q. Yeah, because right. he said I saw the whole alphabet, and I and I said, what's this alphabet? And he said, focus in on A and Q. I saw Q. the letters A and Q, which is, you know, Kim he, Clement is a pa you know prophet who passed away. Yeah just before Trump took office. So he yeah. also, yeah, I'm thinking that Q and a, uh, you know, a while back several times, um, in, he did the, the Q board had an open forum of questions that people could write in and then he would answer specific questions. And I felt like it was, a, would you give us a Q and a, another Q and a, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It was in an, an, said, uh, I'm sorry. Go on, Chris. It, it, didn't he say um, somewhere down the road, or there was a comment, it would come, but not quite yet? Yeah, he said in time. And, so, mm -hmm. and there was actually, that's, that's two of the posts. Uh, then the third, there was a third post that said, beware of false prophets. I am not a prophet. You are not a prophet. We are not prophets. Focus on the mission. The mission. Q. So Q has a mission, and that is, it's, uh, you, you may want to call it a psyops. What it is is educating people to to ask the right questions, to dig in, to investigate, and not go through the mainstream media. And so what they basically what it's done is it empowered normal people like you and I to go and do our own research. 
and that's what it is. So it's very interesting. I am not a prophet. So they're, they're not claiming to be anything. They're saying you're not a prophet. I think there's been a lot of people that have been claiming dates, like it's going to happen this date right. and that date. And he's just like, stay on focus on the mission. We the have mission, a mission is to educate people, wake people up. And that's why we're doing this show as well. Mm -hmm. It's part of waking people up and learn how to investigate for yourself. I mean, this whole uh, voter fraud, the people are looking into it themselves, just like those four guys that are uh, the brothers, you know, the trumpeteers that are making way for the, you know, for Trump, the big trumpet, you know, um, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. It's, it's people waking up and taking action. So uh, anyway, I thought that was a, a, a kind of an interesting post that Q did. I'm not a prophet. Yeah, well, I, I think the, the key is is it, it, we're on a mission here, and the mission is to wake people up. The mission is to get people. I, I, what I believe is happening, and this is, and you know, I've said this from the very beginning, that Christians are becoming patriots, and patriots are becoming Christians, and that there's an awakening. You know, you know there's a spiritual awakening going on in our nation and in our states where the, the darkness is becoming clear, more dark and the light is becoming more light. And you're, you're either on one side or the other and you have to make a choice. And I think even like the whole thing that came out with Balenciaga, like there, there, oh, there, yeah. there's very tons of money going into slowly moving humanity towards pedophilia and towards towards all kinds of manner of oh, evil, torturing children, or I mean the the pictures. That, yeah, yeah, the pictures are like, and then the books that are on the desk, and then the article that was on the desk. I mean, there it's clearly a move towards pushing and normalizing that which was evil, that calling that which is evil good and good evil. Yeah, and so I I really want to encourage people out there. Listen, there is one true king of the universe that the, the only begotten son of the father is Jesus. His name literally means the Lord saves. If we are going to get out of this, it's going to be by Jesus. It's going to be by the name of Jesus. It's going to be, God's going to help us. Now that doesn't mean we do nothing and sit around and wait for God to do everything. We got to be in the fight. God gave us this planet and he said, now go and take authority over it and, 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 and claim it back from the enemy because the enemy is Satan. Satan's taken over authority and, we have the Bible's pretty clear about that. Jesus was brought up to the mountain and Satan said, hey, listen, if you just bow down to me, I'll give you all of this, all of the, the kingdoms of the earth. Well, he wasn't lying. Yeah. The, Satan does, does have control of the kingdoms of the earth. Now, the question is, is and of course, Jesus did not bow down because he, he had a different plan. His plan was to give his life. So the question is, is what kingdom are you going to be a part of? What are you going to be associated with darkness or light? There's a question for you now. You need to get on, the, get on the, in the battle and get on one side or the other. So we bless you with being on the side of light. Go and bring about the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining Thank us you. tonight. Thank you, Chris. Yes. God bless you all, and I will be back in the studio next week. Amen. See you next week. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial. Oh.